0: Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Wednesday. It's KHON to go.
1: Aloha my Kako. it is 6.50. And back to the weather front where we're experiencing some stable and dry conditions and it should look like this, some beautiful viewer photo of the Bonsai Pipeline. It's going to be big today. We do have a weather threat of high surf advisory for today for our north and west-facing shores. Other than that, the rest is in the green, low chances of all, uh, as well as wind, jellyfish, and rain. Here's what it looks like from the east side, a beautiful conditions, some low-level clouds, but nothing too major, mostly blue skies, 69 degrees, north-northeast winds at 3 miles per hour, 75% is your humidity. So we're still tracking this cold front. It is on its way and it is going to start to affect our island change. Pretty much starting uh, tonight, we're going to see some elevated cloud cover for Kauai as well as Oahu coming into tomorrow. And then as we enter Friday, Saturday, that's when we'll see a little bit of rain activity uh, as it comes in. But it's keeping us our, tra- our trade winds still just affecting uh, east sides of Hawaii Island and Maui County. Uh, but the rest of us are going to have some variable winds. So with that, actually, let's see what's going on for uh, uh, the next couple days. It's going to be nice and. Until we see uh, what's going on Friday, Saturday, then a little bit elevated conditions. But then after that, we get our winds. But now, let's send it over to Surf News Network's Gary Cooley, GQ. He knows everything we need to know surf-wise. Good morning, GQ. Hey. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Chris, on oh, double duty, dropping left and right, I see. Uh, today, the North Shore right now is going off crisp, light offshores, five to about eight feet, one set on the second reef outside of Rocky Point that's showing the potential. We're going to get eight to 12-footers, local scale now. Some of those faces are going to be 20-plus. And it's just sweet for the Vulcan Pipeline Pro. Out at Makaha, three to five right now, but again, getting up to six to eight plus out there on the Wild West side. High Surf Advisory is definitely up in advance, and we're going to get above the criteria. Uh, light southeasterly flow, and the town, uh, two feet. There's a little something from the south southwest from New Zealand. Diving in two feet. Sandy's in Makapu'u, a weak one to two. High tide right now going out to the low at 2 p.m., one sunset to go at 619. and
0: that- New this morning, a 33-year-old man is in custody for using a dangerous weapon in a terroristic threatening case. According to police, the incident happened at 6 o'clock yesterday morning in the Pearl City area. That's when the suspect used a machete and threatened the 66-year-old man. Again, the suspect is in custody. Charges are pending. A Big Island woman has been charged with wire fraud after allegedly stealing money from the Kua Okala Public Charter School. According to court documents, Keilaukila Estabilo stole more than $628,000 from the school from 2012 to 2019. She was the school's financial officer and maintained the school's bank accounts. Now, the documents go on to say that she used the money for personal expenses as well as to pay off her credit card bills. In July of 2018, the school was overrun by lava during the Kilauea eruption and was forced to relocate.
2: A husband, a father, a police officer and a hero. Hundreds gathered at Sandy Beach in honor of Kaulike Kalama, one of the HPD officers killed while responding to a call at Diamond Head. His family says ha'aheo, or pride, was Officer Kalama's motto. They say he took pride in making sure everyone was okay. And that was just what the 34-year-old was doing on January 19th when he put on his uniform.
3: He heard on the police radio that an officer was in trouble and crossed from East Oahu District into Waikiki District knowing that he'd be putting himself in danger. K.K. had the composure and presence of mind to reassure another officer who was there. He didn't really know that other officer, but Officer Kalike Kalama told him, don't worry, bro, I got your back.
2: Officer Kalama leaves behind a wife and a 14-year-old son. A spokesman for the family says funeral services will be held in March, and it will be a private event. A funeral for Officer Tiffany Enriquez is scheduled for tomorrow at Diamond Head Memorial Park. Public visitation is from 8.30 to 10 a.m., with services beginning at 10. Public viewing will resume after the services until 12.15 p.m., after which uh, motorcade will go from Diamond Head Park to the main police station. Then at 1 p.m., there will be a final salute that will include a ceremonial rifle volley that's open to the public. The Honolulu Police Department is advising everyone who attends to carpool since parking is limited. Parking will also be available at Diamond Head Crater from 7.30 with shuttle service beginning at 8.00. And again, this is all happening tomorrow.
0: Later this morning, President Trump's impeachment trial is shifting to questions from senators, a pivotal point as Republicans lack the votes to block witnesses. Now, it could be a potential setback for the GOP's hope for ending the trial with a quick acquittal. Two days are set aside for questions, which will allow each side more time to win over any undecided senators pondering the witness issue. In the meantime, all will have the opportunity to grill both the House Democrats prosecuting the case. And the president's defense team.
2: The Guiding Eyes for the Blind organization recently celebrated a graduation ceremony, and among the graduates, Honolulu resident Saja and her new guide dog, Layla. Saja is a PhD student at UH, where her current studies focus on audio description. She's working on a long-term project to audio-describe brochures for all the U.S. national parks. Layla is Sasha's first guide dog and says she's very patient and gentle and always wants to do the best for her. Congratulations. Crews have found more problems along a stretch of Kamehameha Highway in Haula. A northbound lane will have to be closed from 7 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. while they make emergency repairs. The project is expected to take three weeks to complete.
0: Honolulu police are still looking for Janet Visser. She allegedly threatened a woman with a knife in 2015 and is now wanted for failing to comply with the terms of her drug probation. If you see her, call Crime Stoppers.
2: Hundreds of employers will be looking to hire today at the Blaisdell. The Workforce Career Fair runs from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m.
0: And HMSA has a new president and CEO. Dr. Mark Mugishi takes the place of Mike Stoller, who had to step down due to health reasons.
2: Candidates looking to fill the role of Honolulu prosecutor in this November's election traded ideas in their first debate last night.
0: Now, they're promising to tackle a number of big issues, including corruption and rising crime. Sam Spangler has the highlights from the big debate.
3: With current Honolulu prosecutor Keith Kanashiro declining to run for re-election amid an FBI corruption investigation, trustworthiness will obviously be a big topic amongst voters. Also a topic of conversation tonight at the debate was the recent run of violent crime in Honolulu. Five candidates hit the debate stage in Manoa. Defense attorney Megan Cowell, public defender Jacqueline Esser, former judge, prosecutor and U.S. attorney Steve Alm, former deputy prosecutor R.J. Brown, and defense attorney Ty Kim.
2: Right now, our kupuna are dying on the streets, literally. We hear stories about purse snatching, people getting robbed, people getting beat up. The Honolulu prosecutor's office affects everybody on Oahu.
4: Uh, You've got to restore integrity in that place by hiring the right people and getting rid of the rot. Because the reality is there's some guys there that have no business being prosecutors. They've got no
1: business uh, making decisions about justice. Accountability starts with
0: law enforcement. And it begins with engaging with people. Now, if you don't invite people's voice, what you're doing is you're telling the public how it's done instead of doing it together. The first thing you need to do in that office is to create a culture of justice, a culture of doing the right thing. I've done that my entire career.
3: I will leave the office to transition from a system that focuses only on punishment to one that focuses on healing the harm crime causes and implementing crime prevention policies. Current acting prosecutor Dwight Nanamoto hasn't said yet if he is running in the election, but says he is entertaining the possibility. We live stream debate on our website, khon2.com. It's available there on demand. Working for Hawaii, from UH Manoa, Sam Spengler, KHON2 News.
0: And we're following developing news out of China, where airlines are stopping their flights to and from the region due to fears over the coronavirus.
2: British airlines, along with Asian carriers Lion Air and Seoul Air, announced they are suspending flights as of today. This follows government warnings against all unnecessary travel to mainland China. British airline officials say, quote, we apologize to customers for the inconvenience, but the safety of our customers and crew is always our priority. In the U.S., health officials have also warned against non-essential travel to the region. Dallas Ontiveros joins us live from the Daniel K. Inouye International Airport in Honolulu with the very latest. Good morning, Dallas.
4: Good morning, Christine. Well, I'm outside the CDC quarantine station here at the airport, and even though there has been no case of the coronavirus reported in the state of Hawaii, we still don't know the process that the CDC quarantine station takes when they do process visitors and suspect the virus. Now, the Daniel K. Inouye International Airport is one of the locations in the country where the CDC is working closely with, and after speaking with a couple yesterday who visited Hong Kong, China, Pat Oka said there was a few changes and how the city was handling the coronavirus. Take a listen.
0: We've been to
1: Hong Kong before, and, uh, you know, there's so many people in China that there's crowds everywhere, and this time uh, it was really uh, strange to see the streets bare and the stores closed. They put a lot of um, sanitation procedures wherever we went. We could see them spraying and cleaning things. Yeah. Normally we don't see that.
4: Yeah. Now, Pat Oka and his wife also mentioned that they did not notice a difference when coming through immigration when they arrived back here in Honolulu. However, Tim Sakahara with the Department of Transportation said otherwise, saying that the agency knows exactly what to look for and has been part of the airport for years. Now, even though there are no flights coming from Wuhan, China, where the virus originated from, to Hawaii, there's still international flights from South Pacific Asia and Australia, where there has been reports of the so, there is going to be a press conference later on today at 1.30 from the Department of Health officials. So, as soon as we get new or information or updates when it comes to the virus and where our role is in it, we'll keep you posted in our future newscasts and also on our website at khon2.com. Reporting from the Daniel K. Inouye International Airport, working for Hawaii, Dallas Navarro, Sending back to you guys in the studio.
0: Thank you very much, Dallas. Now fears over the coronavirus are prompting a mad dash for supplies here in the islands. At City Mill, store shelves are bare where face masks usually hang. Other stores are also selling out. But are the masks really effective when it comes to protecting you from the viruses like the coronavirus? We asked the doctor. It's not a secure fit. There's ways for
4: um, air particles containing viruses to sneak in under the mask and through the mask as well. The mask is not impermeable to viruses. They're they're very small.
0: Dr. Regueri says if you have a mask, use it because it can still offer some resistance. And just like the flu, washing your hands often can also protect you. And if you yourself are feeling sick, the best thing to do is to isolate yourself from others before contacting a doctor.
2: Later today, President Trump is expected to sign the new U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement. It's been one of his main legislative priorities and is meant to replace NAFTA, although experts say the changes are minor. Among other things, the deal includes new provisions for digital commerce. It will encourage more domestic production of auto parts.
0: And the folks at Ben & Jerry's are whipping up its newest creation, a dairy and nut-free ice cream. Now, the ice cream company's three new flavors are 100% plant-based. Milk and cookies, you have that one option. You also have creme brulee cookies. And mint chocolate chip have sunflower butter as a peanut alternative. Now, it's perfect for people with allergies, of course. Ben & Jerry's now has a total of 17 vegan options in stores and a scoop shops nationwide. Gotta love it. More options, tasty-looking options as well.
2: And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with K2N2Go.